You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. This place entitled, as that sign says back there, we are the champions. Come on, we are the champions. I, I believe that, that, you know, moms get a lot of, of the boost and the hurrah and, and the yay mom, and we don't get enough for dad. Come on, somebody. And it really is. And the dads usually get to preach the hard messages. Amen. They bring out the belt for the dad and say, come on. And, and I, 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 but I really believe that, you know, that there are champion dads here in this place. There are champion dads that I see in this place that work hard, amen, for their families and, and do the best that they can for their families, amen. And, and they, though they may struggle and go through things, they're doing the best. And for that, they're champions in my eyes, amen. So I salute all you fathers, amen, for having a champion's heart, amen, and for doing the best that you can for your families. Come on. Hallelujah. And so, uh, you know, there's a song from the group Queen that's entitled, We Are the Champions, amen. You know, and I'm not here to promote them, amen, but, but it's a great song, amen, as we grew up, and a lot of you guys know the song, and they, it was a great movie that was released about the story of, uh, of Freddie Mercury, amen, and, and, and but as I started to look at this theme of, of We Are the Champions, I started looking at the songs, and, I, and sometimes we sing, you ever sang a song, but you never really looked at the words? You just go through, the, ah, oh, we are... <laughs> You know, you, you kind of just go through the chorus, and, and it starts off, it goes, I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence, but I committed no crime. And bad mistakes, I've made a few. I've had my share of sand kicked in my face, but I have come through. Because we are the champions, my friends. Hallelujah. We keep on fighting to the end. We are the champions. Come on. We are the champions. No time for losers. Of the world. You got it like that. Of the world. (laughs) The world. (laughs) Come on. You guys all know the song, amen, and and, and we're here to to just celebrate it. And I look at these songs, and so... Uh, as I look back at my life as a father, I, I started off in the right direction. You know, we got married young, amen. A uh, uh, baby was coming. We're, we get married, amen. We're doing the right thing. And, and then I, we get saved right, right after, after that. And, and, uh, and we start, I start serving God. And then I stumbled along the way for many years. And I made a few bad mistakes. Come on, somebody say Amen. Come on, I, I felt like life kicked sand in my face. You know, I wasn't a proud father, but I was a prideful man. And fathers, I'm here to let you know today that it doesn't matter how you start, but how you finish in this race, amen. How you finish in this fight that you and I are fighting, amen. Because we all, if we can be honest today, have made a few bad mistakes. Come on, anybody made a mistake here? But we made it through. I'm I'm standing here today because I I, I made it through. I I made some bad mistakes in my life, amen. And and I'm here to let you know that, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at right now or or what's in your life right now. That I'm here to let you know that God can do a turnaround in your life, amen. God can give you a fresh start, amen. If you started off bad, guess what? You don't have to end bad. Because why? We're the champions. We're the champions, amen. I've made it through, uh, you have made it through, or you can make it through. Because with Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Come on, with Jesus, amen, we are champions, dads. It really doesn't matter how many times you have stumbled. It's about how many times you get back up. 
Come on, we know how to get back up, church. Life comes and sucker punches us. Come on, things hit us from all kinds of directions, especially as dads, amen, trying to, to make the best they can and support a family and raise their children and, and discipline them and teach them and all this stuff and, and bills and, and all kinds of things and making the wife happy and all. Everything just adds up. Come on, dad, say amen. You can amen today. You, got, you, you can amen. Don't worry about her right now. Amen. Because this is your day, daddy. But it doesn't matter how many mistakes more still. Come on. No one's perfect. The Bible says not even what? Not even one. Amen. There's none righteous. Not one. Amen. And so the thing is, I'm still going to make some mistakes in my life. But I know how to get back up now. You know, I know how to get back from the things that life throws at me. So it doesn't matter how many times you stumble, but how many times you get back up. See, Proverbs 24, 16, the New Living Translation says this. The godly man... We got any godly fathers in this place? Come on, the godly man might, might trip up seven times, but he will get back up enough to overthrow the wicked. The message Bible puts it like this. No matter how many times you trip them up, godly, loyal people or godly, loyal fathers don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked are flat on their faces. Come on, let me tell you with Jesus, amen. You can get up, amen, proud and strong. So this morning, I want to restore strength. I want to restore honor to the fathers in this place. In this place, I'm here to tell you that you, say me, Father, are a champion, my friend. You're a champion. You're a champion. Fathers bless you. Don't give up. Come on, turn to somebody and say, don't give up. Fathers never give up, amen. Now, fathers, get back up. Come on. Listen, never stop fathering your children. Even at times when you don't feel like it. Even when you are mad or when you want to knock them out. Come on, somebody, it's all right, father. Yep. Come on, our kids take us some, sometimes in that place, amen. Like, you know what, whoa. You know, I know back in the old days and the, the old shows, amen, I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. <laughs> Come on, our kids take us there sometimes. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It means that you're what? You're human. Come on, the pressures of life, like, man, uh, I'm going to knock that girl out. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I want to knock my son out. I want to, you know, you, you get to that point in your life. They take you there. Come on, somebody say amen. They know how to hit you. They know what buttons to push in you. Watch, watch, watch. I'm going to get that mad. Beep. They know how to do it. <laughs> That's another sermon. That's another sermon. And I know that as we fathers, amen, we fall short. We all mess up at times. Come on, somebody say amen. I don't know about you, but I've messed up. I, I have said wrong things, amen. And I've done this, I've done wrong things as a father and as a godly father and a godly man. But our problem in our text, Proverbs 12, 16 says the godly. And today we'll say the godly father may trip up, may fail, may mess up, but the godly father will get back up again. Fathers, when, uh, when, when, when you're knocked down by life, get up. Because I know there are times, church, uh, when, man, you get hit with things in your life, hit uh, things with your, uh, with your kids, uh, things just hit you, amen, and you just get a sucker punch, amen, uh, and you go down. And I know that sometimes you want to stay down. Come on, you know what? I, I just want to, I don't want to deal with it, amen. I, I just want to stay right here. I just, I just, just leave me alone. You ever felt like that, Father? Man, I just, man, it's just too much pressure. I, I just want to stay right here. Because when I get up, guess what? I got to do something. I, I, I got to work. I got I to work at this. I got to make it happen. Amen. And so sometimes, you know, it feels just better just stay there, staying down there. Come on, somebody, be, let's be honest today. The pressure in life. And then sometimes we listen to the enemy and he tells you, stay down because you're going to mess up again. 
Sometimes we bite that lie. We say, yeah, I am a mess up. I, I can't do anything right. Come on, fathers. We, we, we kind of just bite the lie of the enemy and we forget about God. We forget about the Word. We forget what, what God calls you, a champion, an overcomer. Come on, somebody. Come on, you're an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Here's a father that loves you despite of what you have done in the past. He's a father that's waiting for you. But the Scripture says, but the godly father gets back up. I'm here to let you know, and you may not feel it at times, but your family is rooting for you. Come on, somebody. Come on, your wife, uh, uh, dad, amen. Uh, your wife, husband, amen, is your greatest cheerleader. Woo! Even when you think she's not. <laughs> I got dressed this morning. I didn't know we were going to match. You look cute. <laughs> Your family is rooting for you, amen. Your kids are rooting for you. The church is rooting for you. Uh, the body of Christ is rooting for you. Your heavenly father is rooting for you. You're a champion in his eyes. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, New Living Translation says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to this life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. The Message Bible says this, Do you see what this means, Dad? All these pioneers who blaze the way, uh, all these veterans uh, cheering us on. It means that we better get up with it, strip down, start running, and never quit. Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we're in. Study how he did it. We forget that Jesus run, is running the same race you and I are running. And he set the course for us. He showed us how to do it. And it's a study on how he did it. Amen. You got to keep on fighting, church, to the end. Because we are the champions. Come on. You got to keep on fighting to the end. Your, your, your trouble is not the end right now. The situation you're facing today or right now is not the end of your race. Amen. Come on, it can be being, it can be the beginning of something good for you. Amen. Don't look at the obstacles of life or something of a roadblock that stops you. That thing is permanently. Come on, permanently. What the heck is that? Amen. Permanent. Come on, it's not permanent. Amen. Come on, but God is eternal. Come on. Keep your eye on the eternal. That situation is only permanent. Only lasts for a little while. Gotta keep drinking water. You gotta keep on fighting to the end. It's like that song says. You gotta keep on fighting to the end. Come on, just because you got some victory, don't, don't relax, church. Guess what? Another battle's coming. Come on. Those, those, those times and moments when you've gone through a victory, you kind of feel good about yourself, but then you study what God did for you to prepare you for the next one. Because we're champions. We go from battle to battle, and what? Glory to glory. Come on. In this race that we're running with Jesus, guess what, church? We are undefeated. <laughs> we remain champions with Christ. We keep on fighting to the end. See, man of God, fathers in this place, you, you know why? You have a champion's heart. Because you have the father's heart, amen, uh, the heart of a godly father, amen. Jesus, you got to understand, is our champion, uh, and he makes you a champion. Uh, why? Because he lives inside of you. 
And if Jesus is inside of you, you are who he is. And he's a champion, church. The champion's heart works hard. It's a continuous work. I know that sometimes we just want to give in and not keep working, but you got to keep working to build it. You got to keep working and say, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to let this situation, I'm not going to let this, uh, this circumstance get in my way right now. I'm going to work hard as a champion. Fathers, you need to run with endurance. Don't run with what you got. Run with everything you got. You got to run with endurance. It's a fight, church. You stop running, you die. You stop running, you lose. You stay on that floor, you're dead. You've got to get back up. It's time for fathers. It's time for men of God, amen. It's time for the church, amen, to rise up, amen, and know what lies inside of them, amen, because it's Christ who lies inside of you that makes you great. We can't do this on our own. We're only a champion through Jesus. Keep your eye on him, the champion, it says, that, who initiates and perfects our faith. It's Jesus doing it, church. And when he's living inside of you, he makes you a champion. Helps you to overcome the struggles. Any struggle, team pressure, life, whatever it is, with Jesus, you can overrule that and overcome all that, church. Come on, these men that had come and testified that were in prison, amen, they can only come out and survive out here only through Jesus. Come on, there is no way. They go back to their life, they're dead again. They're jailed again. They're, 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 they're nothing but, but Christ, they become the Father. In Christ, amen, they become the man of God. In Christ, amen, it's only through Jesus that makes these men champions. 1 Timothy chapter 6, 11 through 12, NIV says this, But you, man, or you, father, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Somebody say fight. Come on, and take hold of the eternal life in which you were called when you were made, when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. When you gave your life to Jesus, amen, uh, he says, fight the good fight of faith. and Fight it all the way to the end. Because why? We are the champions. Don't give up. Don't give up. Get back up. Because you're a champion. You're a champion. Number two, continue to train up. Train up, amen. And when you get back up, you got to train up. Come on. When you get back up, guess what? you got to do something about it. When you get back up, it's time to work. It's work time. You, you made up your mind that, you know what, I'm going to get back up, and I'm going to work at this. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to keep on fighting to the end because I know I'm a champion. So when you get up, you got to train up. Keep learning. Right? Keep learning. The breath of God, right? Let him breathe on you. Read the word of God. Get into his presence. Amen. Keep learning. Keep training your kids. Even if they're not listening to you. Keep training them. Because in reality, they are. Hello? Keep teaching them. Amen. Never give up on them. I thank God for a godly mother that never gave up on me. A godly mother who still prays for me today. Hallelujah. Pray. Prayer works, church. Prayers of a godly parent's work. Come on, you may not see the results. You may not see it happening because you don't see it now, amen. But it's, it works. It works, amen. Not on your time. It works on God's time. It works on their time, amen. God is initiating that. Don't worry. He's taking care of that. Come on, don't worry that you're not seeing it. You're not in your own time. You're not seeing it right now. You've got to wait on God and say, God, I'm going to be still and trust you with my kids. I'm going to be still and trust you with my spouse. I'm going to be still and trust you in this situation and know that you are God. Never give up, church. 
Proverbs 22.6. New King James Version says, Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he gets of old, amen, he will not depart of it. The New Living Translation says this, Direct, direct your children unto the right path. And when they get older, they will not leave it. The Message Bible puts it like this, Point your kids in the right direction. And when they are old, they won't be lost. As fathers and mothers, amen, uh, we want to make all the choices for our children. Right? When they're, it starts it out when they're young, amen, we want to dress them. We want to comb their hair and they get older and we still want to dress them. Come on, you, 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 you got to understand, we want to make the right choices for them. We want to go to school with them. We want to make sure they're picking the right classes. We want to make all their choices. But when you do that, and when you do this, church, when you do this this way, and you say, do it that way, let me tell you, it hurts them along the way. It hurts them in the long run. Fathers, teach. Teach your kids to make the right directions or the right decisions on their own. You got to teach them and then trust them. You got to trust God with them. Amen. You got to understand. You got to release. You cannot make the choices for them. You got to continue to direct them on the right path that they should take. You need to start to point them in the right direction. You need to train your children to make and choose the right way. And though there are times when our kids don't agree with you. Come on, somebody say amen. Or maybe uh, you, 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 they don't do what you have shown them. Don't give up on them. Get back up and continue to teach them. Uh, continue to direct them. Uh, continue to point them in the right direction. Because our text says in Proverbs 22.6, when they get old, when they get married, when they leave, they will not depart from it. Church, I'm here to let you know that His Word never comes back void. Fathers, don't forget. Keep training. Keep teaching your kids because you're a champion. And you're making future champions. Number three, fathers, keep praying. Come on. Praying, teaching, and reaching for your kids. Where's my son at? You got that clip? Turn off the lights, please. Check out this clip. Oh, is it? Is it from the father? It's from the back. You're doing good. You're enjoying everything, right? Excuse me. How you doing? Glad you come by. Can I talk with you? Sure. Can do it outside? So you're going through with this? Yeah, I start training tomorrow. Hey, Ralph. I made some connections. I could make some money on this endorsements. Absolutely, do that. Thank you, Ralph. Sure. Okay. So you nervous about the fight? They're scared to death. You don't look scared? Well, you ain't supposed to. Then you don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I think I do. Y you know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me, but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is going to be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why? You got a lot going on, kid. Oh, what, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself. And this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only going to end up bad for you, and it's going to end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. It's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. 
I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame, like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you wanna be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always gonna love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. Give the Lord some praise, amen, hallelujah. Great scene, amen. Great scene. But a father that does not give up. A father that continues to teach and teach and teach. No matter how they are, that you keep teaching. You know, his son, I don't know if you caught it, he tells Rocky, are you nervous about the fight? And Rocky says, I'm scared to death. His son tells him, well, you don't look scared. Rocky says, you're not supposed to. Dads, I know that this fight can be scary at times. I know fighting the fight of being a good father, amen, uh, making mistakes can be scary at times. But when you have the Jesus and you have the Holy Spirit as our trainer, amen, we can fight with confidence, amen. Uh, and come on, you can show the enemy that you're not scared. You know what, I'm going to fight, and I made some mistakes, but you know what? You've got to have that champion's face in the midst of our enemy. Because if he sees any sign of, of, of fear, he got you. Keep reaching. Keep teaching. Keep praying. Now, here's a good father. And, and if you look at Rocky's life, he made a few bad mistakes. Come on, the money got to him. Glory got to him. But he continued uh, to learn from those mistakes and get back up. Even when life knocked him down, Rocky always got back up. He always wanted the best for his children. He tried to offer the very best and tell them, you know, Telling them, you know, those things that, I, you know, when I held you in my hands and said, man, this guy right here is going to be the greatest. This guy's going to make something himself. You know what that is? That's prayer. You got to lift your children and say, my, my, my child is going to be the next great preacher, teacher, worshiper. Come on, right here, this is the one that's going to do it. You're speaking life. You're speaking destiny. That's, that's prayer, church. That's what Rocky was doing. You got to keep reaching even if you see nothing change. The son didn't grab it. The son did not understand all that. All he was thinking about is who? Himself. That's where, the, that's where kids have to learn because they're very selfish when they're young, when they're growing up, when they don't get it. They're, they're very 
selfish in that. And here we are teaching, and we do it in love. And sometimes we don't do it in the right way. But we do it out of love, and you start to understand what dad did or what mom did. You got to keep loving, amen, even if you see nothing changing. You got to keep loving, even if they seem not to be listening. You see when he started to roll his eyes? When he started preaching at them? And something hit him. Something clicked. Listen, don't give up on your children. Proverbs 22 6 says, when they're old, when they grow up, and I'm not saying grow up in age, I'm saying when they grow up, they'll find their way home. The prodigal son came home in Luke chapter 15. See, the father in this story, if you read the story of Luke 15, amen, you, you see a father, amen, a, a champion father, amen, a, who's praying and not giving up his, for his son. Come on, he kept praying, he, he kept believing, amen, he kept trusting, amen, uh, that everything uh, he taught him will finally click. That he would finally come home one day. See, the definition of prodigal is this. Carelessly, foolishly, recklessly, spending money, time, wasteful in our in life. That's a prodigal. Church, that's you and I. Dad, some of our kids are going to choose to live like the prodigal. And this is where you have to pray. And this is where you have to be still and know that he is God and believe that God will come to your, your children. He'll leave the 99 and go after that one and yours, amen, and make them come to their senses. It's an encounter with God. You cannot force this encounter on them. they got to find that encounter themselves. Sometimes when they choose the life of prodigal, Sometimes life will slap them in the face and they'll start to remember the very words that you spoke to them. Don't stop. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep teaching. Keep reaching. Meaning that you're going to have to just let go. Somebody say let go. go. Come on, let go. Stop making decisions for them. Let them learn their lessons. Let them learn life. We want to fix everything. Don't fix it for them. Let them figure it it out. Come on. I'm talking if they're adults, let them go. Come on. If they're in jail, good. Stay there for a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. No, no, don't bail them out because each time, guess what? They're going to look to you to do it all again. Meaning they're going to lose that. To their advantage. They're going to exercise what they want. They're going to do what they want knowing that daddy's going to come bail me out. Let them grow, church. Let them learn. Let them learn. I mean, as a father, I want to do everything for my kids at times. And my my, my time, stop it. She's 24 now. She has a husband. I want to do something for her. I want to bless her. I want to bless my kids. I want to bless my son. You know what? I want to go. I want to help him. Where are you? You got trouble? Let me help you. Let me do it. Call on daddy. I'll show up. We're Superman. We're champions. We want to come to the rescue. But that sometimes can wear on you too. That's why it says teach them. It says don't do it for them. It says teach them. Direct them. And as they get old, they'll know what to do. You got to teach them. You got to let them go. Come on, I know that's the hard part, especially for moms, to let go. Dads, no problem. <laughs> but some dads, amen, they have a hard time letting go too. And so you, this is where you got to trust God's word and say, man, I raised them up. I, I did a good job. I, I did the best I can. Now, God, I'm going to trust you with them. If you did a good job, then let them go. Trust God for them, amen, and just keep loving them. All they need is your love, not your criticism. All they need is your love, not pointing the finger at their wrongs. Love them. 
They're a big boy now, big girl now. They know what they're doing. And they're choosing to do it. Let them go. Let them go. Now, don't call them after service. I'm letting you go. No, no, don't. <laughs> Love them. See, what we need today, church, is more fathers praying for their kids. This ain't mama's responsibility. We think mom, the wife, is taking care of the prayer part. No, daddy, you have to pray. We need more daddies laying their kids at the altar. They need more daddies speaking life over their children. We need more daddies praying for protection for our kids that are out there. I pray for protection. They're older kids, but I pray that God take care of them on the road. That they come back home safe. I pray for their protection every single day as a dad. God, I, I don't want to hear a story that something happened. God, take them, bless them. Father, whatever they put their hands to, let it be blessed. But bring them home safely. Pray favor over them. And for those that are backslidden, pray for salvation. Pray for peace. Come on, if you, you know your kids. You know where they're at. Pray for them. Amen. If they, if they, if they just get frustrated easy, they're dealing uh, with all kinds of stuff. Amen. Oppression, depression. Pray for them. Pray for the peace of God over their minds. The enemy will take that. Pray peace. Come on, James chapter 5.16, NIV says, The prayer of a righteous person or a righteous father is powerful and effective. There is power in prayer, church. Uh, come on, we give up on prayer because you don't see results. Prayer works, church. You don't stop. You keep praying. That's what we do. That's who we are, church. We pray. We pray. We pray. And it was, when it doesn't happen, guess what? You keep praying. And when it happens again and, and then God answers the prayer, keep praying. Prayer is effective. It's powerful. See, the father of the prodigal son trusted in what he taught his son. He knew he was a good father. He knew what, I, what he gave his son. But he had to let him go. When he came, he says, God, I want my share of my estate. I, I, want what I, got, I want the money that belongs to me. I want to leave home. See, he came of age. He says, you know what, son? Okay, here it is. He trusted that I, you know what, I did a good job. I got to let him go. He let him go, but he kept loving him. Even after choosing to leave and live a worldly life, amen, and hearing stories about his son, seeing him here, seeing him there, seeing his life being wasted here, that he spent all his money. But this father would not give up. This father would continue to wait patiently for God, for his son to come home. It was in Luke chapter 15 that this son finds himself in a pig pen. Come on, eating the, the food that they were eating. In other words, he finally finds his life messed up and falling apart. And he felt like sand was kicked in his face. And everything that God, that, that, that dad taught him in that pig pen, uh, all of a sudden something clicked. Man. Sometimes, man, we got to hit rock bottom for something to click for us. Amen. Something click. And in Luke chapter 15, 17, it says this. When he, uh, speaking of his son, finally came to his senses, he says this. I'm going home. I'm going home. I, 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 uh, the words of my father are coming to me. The words of my father are saying that he loves me despite of what I've done. It's coming to my heart. I can go home home. It wasn't like, man, I don't know if I can go home. No, he says, I'm going home. He finally started to grow up spiritually. He started to grow up a little older now in wisdom. Amen. He, what was taught to him finally started to make sense and that champion spirit, amen, started to rise within him because he had the father's heart. He had a champion's heart. Your kids are away from you. Let me tell you, away from God, they still have a champion's heart. Proverbs 22.6, New King James, train up. Train up a child in the way he should go. 
And when he gets old, when he grows spiritually, when he comes to his senses, he's not going to depart from it. Isn't it funny that our kids don't get it right away? But when they get old, they may get worse. But one day, it's going to click. It's going to click, church. Let me tell you, one day, it clicked for all you guys. Come on, be, let's be honest. Come on, some of us were in that pig pen too. Come on, we were jacked up, tore up from the floor up, amen. We were messed up. We had nothing left. And we called out to God, and God came down, and he loved us. Despite of us. Come on, he loved us, amen. He was just waiting patiently for us. The father of the story did not give up on his son, the prodigal son, amen. He knew that everything that, would, that he taught him would finally come to his mind, and he waited for his return. He waited, it took years, but waited and waited and trusted in God. And didn't, didn't hear the stories, didn't, didn't, didn't matter what he heard. He said, no, that's my son, that's my son. but he still, he still has a champion's heart. Can you imagine the talk at church? There's the pastor, but his son, oh my God. Did you hear about, about her, their daughter? Oh my Lord. These are people in the church. Imagine this father going to church and hearing those stories as they know about this son that left, now blowing it. But the father waited. Waited. I'm pretty sure there was a couple fights in the parking lot over it too. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. He waited, church. Look what it says in Luke chapter 15, verse 20. It says, so when he, talking to the son, returned home to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. I mean, what, what does that tell you right there? And just in that little part of Scripture, amen. What was the father been doing? The father's been waiting. He saw from a long distance. Even when he was far away, he was in position. He was waiting for his son, amen. He was positioned in prayer, amen. He was believing and trusting God every single day. Is this the day my son comes home? Come on, are you waiting for your son? Are you telling God, is today, does Nick get saved today? I tell God every morning, is today the day? It's the day the day I get the phone call from my son and says, Dad, I'm saved. Dad, I, I gave my life to Jesus. It's today that day. And I know that day's coming soon because my son has a champion's heart. It's today the day for your prodigal. Come on, you got to believe, you got to trust, but you got to be in position. Are you waiting? Or are you saying, forget it? And being all sad over here and worried instead of just trusting God. Today I'm waiting. I'm in my position. I'm waiting. Today, man, I, man, is that him? You know, is that her? You're looking from a distance. This father saw him from a distance. He was positioned and waiting every single day. He went to the same spot. Is today the day? Why? Because he never gave up. This father never gave up. Amen. This father had the, the, the father's heart. You know, this morning I, I wake up and I'm going over the notes and I'm thinking about my heavenly father. And how he waited for me. For ten years, waited for me. From a wife that was standing there. Is this the day my, my, my husband gets saved? And I think, man, he never gave up on me. He, he was there for me. He waited for this prodigal to come home. Every single day, my father, my heavenly father was waiting for me. Does this boy come to his senses today? Does he come home today? Does he let go and let me in? He didn't give up on me. Thank God. Don't, aren't you glad that God never gave up on you? 
Man, I looked back and I said, God, I, I don't deserve this life. I'm outside in my yard and I said, I don't, de- I don't deserve all this. I'm looking at the pictures uh, on the wall and I said, I don't deserve all this, God. But he waited for me. See, when you have a heart of a father, or the father's heart, church, and when you don't give up, it makes you a champion. I'm not a champion on my own standards of who I am, what I know, or how I stand. I stand because of him, because of a father's love for me, who waited for me. This knucklehead to come to his senses and say, God, I had it wrong all along. Why did I even let go of you? Why did I let go? I had everything. I had a, I had a wife. I had a son coming. We get saved. Why did I let all that go for 10 years? But a father that kept patiently waiting for me. And I look around. God, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I don't deserve here. I don't deserve to stand behind this pulpit. But he gave me a heart of a champion. He says, you don't deserve it. My grace put you there. I stand behind her because of grace. I stand behind her because of mercy. I stand here because I know who initiated all this and gave me a champion's heart. It goes on to say in Luke 15 that the father was filled with love and compassion. And he ran. He ran. He ran to his son. He didn't wait it. He didn't wait there. He, didn't, he was been waiting, but he didn't wait for him to come to him. He ran to him. He saw him, he finally recognized, that's my boy, and he ran after him and embraced him and kissed him. He started telling all his servants, bring out a robe, bring out some sandals, bring the ring, the family ring. Let him know that he belongs to this family. And bring out the fattest cow, because we're having carne asada today. Come on, even the servants got excited. Yeah, no more hot dogs. Yeah. You know, they've been waiting a long time. They were like, is today the day they had the barbecue going every single day? Every single day. No, he's not coming home. Oh, man. Today the day? Yeah, carne asada. Man, everyone was happy. Everyone rejoiced. Doesn't the Bible say that? When one comes home, all heaven rejoices? Don't you think the angels are waiting for this knucklehead to get saved? Woo, 10 years. Is he coming? Is he going? Woo! Man, they had a party in heaven for me. I don't know about you, but they were having a party for him. Yeah, 10 years. Woo! Next. The father loved him, no matter what he looked like, how he smelled, or what he's done. He embraced him. Come on, we stunk from the world, church. I don't know about you, but I was tore up, man. I, I smelled like the world. I looked like the world, and my God still embraced me and hugged me. Malachi chapter 4, verse 6 says, And he would turn the hearts of the father to the children, and the hearts of the children back to their fathers. This son turned his heart back to his father's heart. And listen, fathers, we must make our family a lifelong priority. It does not end when they become 18. This is for life. I'm praying for my kids for life, my grandkids for life, church. When we do, dads, your heart will turn to your children. And your children's heart will turn back to you. Another thing, your children don't have to be saved to say you're proud of them. Tell them you're proud of them. Tell 
Tell them I love you. Tell them you're a good boy. You're a good girl. They don't need to be saved to hear those words, church. Tell them they're doing a good job in their life. I'm proud of my son. I tell them, I'm proud of you, son. You've accomplished a lot of things. I'm glad of, of the man of who you became, the man you are today. So I'm proud of you. I love you. You've done yourself a good thing. I'm proud of him. He's goofy. He's funny. He's my boy, though. One day he's going to come over that hill, and I'm going to say, there he is. He's coming back home. Compliment, listen, compliment your prodigals and their hearts will turn back to the fathers. I'm believing for my prodigal. How about you? I love him and I'm believing and trusting that he'll come back home. But I'm also, like I said, I'm proud of who he is right now. As I am with my daughters, my grandkids proud of them proud of my family and I just thank God for my life you gotta throw that in there amen hallelujah I'm gonna close today amen I wanna give out some gifts praise to the Father get you guys to take care of some pictures here amen but I wanted to restore